I absolutely love this next country. This country is the only place in the world where you can see the sunrise on the Pacific and set on the Atlantic. This is a place where you can swim in the Atlantic Ocean and the Pacific Ocean in the same day. This is a place where a canal generates fully one-third of this country's entire economy. This is a place where Senator John McCain was born. This is a place that adopted the U.S. currency as its own. And this is a place that 7 out of 10 Panamanians haven't heard the song Panama by Van Halen. The country that I'm talking about is a place I went to back in 2016, and that country is Panama. I'll be honest with you, the reason I chose to go to Panama was that we got an airfare that was unbelievable. I think it was $425 round trip from Raleigh, you go to Miami, and then from Miami it's about three hours to Panama. And I had a couple weeks open before my South Korean trip with Wake Tech and I had just gotten back from Salzburg. So my buddy and I, Tyler Clark, we were kind of talking about where's a place we both haven't been that is affordable and uh, we start looking on kayak.com and the next thing you know Panama came up and we took advantage of that airfare deal and then booked a hotel knowing really nothing about the city I knew some stuff but uh, a lot less than you probably should and uh, on the way down flying to Panama you know it was real cloudy coming in and uh, the, you know, the plane goes out over the Pacific, you come out over, you know, the Gulf of Mexico, and then you cross Panama, which seems to take about five minutes. And then on landing, you go way out over the ocean and you take this hard bank, either left or right, to line up for the runway. And I look out and I see a ton of skyscrapers. I mean, this looked like uh, landing in Shanghai, China. I could not believe how big the buildings and skyscrapers are in Panama City. Unbelievable. So we land in Panama and get a cab to the hotel. We picked a great hotel right down in the center of Panama. And from that point, we started the tour and it was unbelievable. So let me get into the good and the bad of traveling to Panama. Um, and there's not much bad at all, actually. It's mainly good stuff. Um, there's two towns, really. There's the new town that um, I stayed in. It's full of skyscrapers. It's modern, uh, big city, not as much traffic as you may think. It's right on the water. It's impressive. It looks like Shanghai landing, uh, something that you would not even think was in Central America. Um, but you have the new town and then you have old town, which literally is a 10 minute Uber or taxi cab ride or a 20 minute, 30 minute walk. And old town stretches out over the harbor and you get a beautiful view of the new, of, of the new town with the skyscrapers, but you walk around old town and it's like a combo of bourbon street and Cuba. 
and old, you know, historic mansions and colorful buildings and really exquisite hotels and bed and breakfasts and just, you know, cobblestone streets and it's real clean and restaurants everywhere. So if you're going to Panama, I would suggest staying in an old town that's been refurbished uh, over the new town. That's just a suggestion. So you easily walk through both. Uh, Panama is very easy to walk around. Matter of fact, they have a brand new subway system that is uh, really immaculately clean, uh, cheap, easy to ride, and it goes from east to west, I think. And it's, it, you know, it probably takes about 40 minutes uh, from the central downtown to go as far east as you can, and then another 30 minutes to go as far south as you can. And um, when you go as far east on this new subway system, it's a combo of underground and then it goes above ground. I guess the further east you get, it gets a little bit sketchy looking. Uh, I felt completely safe, but the, you know, the scenery looks a little bit more of what you may see in like Nogales, Mexico or Tijuana. And then when you go to the very end of the uh, the west side, you're going to be at a mall that is about a mile and a half long, a shopping mall, two stories, and it goes on forever. Tyler and I walked this mall and we couldn't even make it to the, we didn't know how long it went. It was so long and they got everything in the mall, Krispy Kreme, Burger King, everything you could imagine. And this mall is for all the people of Panama. So it connects to a massive bus depot and there are buses to every single large and small town in Panama. And Panama is not that big, but for every town to come in and shop at this mega mall in Panama City is really impressive. So you need to take the subway system. It's new, it's cheap, it's clean all the way to the end. And you're going to find a mega mall that you just won't believe. So that was one of the highlights. Um, the other thing that you'll want to do to check it off your list is obviously the Panama Canal. Um, a lot of history to it. They have a museum. Uh, they take you to the observation level. Um, it, scale of 1 to 10, the tour was a 7 for me. I would, I'm glad I did it. You have to do it. But it's a once, you know, do it once just to say you did it. Um, it's a little pricey, but it's a touristy thing. Um, you know, it's amazing that Panama makes 13 million a day on the fees for the boats that go from the Pacific into the Gulf of Mexico or the Atlantic. And, um, it's something that you want to do. So it's about a 25 minute, uh, ride, a cab, or when you go stay in Panama, just like a lot of countries, You'll always have uh, people that hang out in the lobby that work for the hotel or an independent tour guide negotiate a rate uh, and a price in addition to the cost of the the actual action item, and, you know, for their services and a tip, and you'll you'll do fine. So Panama Canal, seven out of ten, beautiful, uh, very historic. You'll learn a lot. Uh, the history. The fact that we just gave it back to them in 1999. Uh, we owned it. We took it from the French. And so I had no idea about the Panama Canal. You can go hiking as 
close as 10, 15 minutes in a, in a rainforest where you look back and you get a beautiful view of the city and you have nature parks everywhere and trails to hike. Uh, we went in July. So, you know, at any time it's going to thunderstorm and then be sunny and then thunderstorm. So you got to prepare with shoes and umbrella, but lots of hiking that you can do easy to walk around. Um, food in Panama, you know, it's all over the board, really. Um, we had Chinese, Thai, Lebanese. Um, I think we found a place with a Cuban sandwich, Italian. There is fast food. I wouldn't say that Panama is a country that has a specific great food choice that I can recommend, but there's enough different quantities and qualities and and places to choose from uh, the one thing I will say is that the customer service from our waiters and waitresses um, overall was not real good uh, they they didn't seem like they were enjoying their job much it was it wasn't good uh, but you know it's just something you have to deal with so um, it's particularly in the new town um, there's a Lebanese Middle Eastern restaurant right in the center. I don't recommend great food. We had a great, um, shawarma, but, uh, the waiter waitresses, uh, they were just not as friendly as I'd like them to be. Uh, the American currency is what they use. What's interesting is though, in the change they give you, it's a combination of the quarter, the U S nickel, the dime, and then they have their own coinage that goes along with that. Very confusing. But you don't have to exchange money in Panama. The language barrier, uh, I think everybody spoke English, uh, you know, some with a strong accent. So the language barrier is no problem for getting around. The taxi cab drivers from the airport to your hotel, it's going to take about 30 minutes. Uh, probably cost you about 20 bucks. Um, let's see, what else in Panama uh, there is an area that when you go from the new town to the old town, um, you're going to need to take a cab. Uh, there is a uh, an area, I don't know the name of it, but Tyler and I looked it up when we got back to the hotel. It's kind of run down and it's dangerous. It's the only part in that whole metropolitan area that they say tourists should stay away from. So if for those that go to Panama, between the new town and the old town, you can get there by taxi cab or Uber, which I recommend. You can walk it like Tyler and I did. You take a subway uh, south towards the mall and get off in three stops, and then you're about a 15-minute walk. It's that area that you're supposed to stay out of. Uh, you'll know if you do it. Um, we didn't know we got off the subway and I made a comment. Wow. But I wasn't scared and there was no problem. It's just that later we did the research on that area and they tell tourists not to go in that area alone because of, you know, certain problems. So just watch out for that. Do your research before you go to this country. Um, I would give it a 9.8 in terms of feeling safe, especially if you do your research, um, getting around is easy as a 10 out of 10 walking, uh, across in streets is interesting in Panama. Um, I don't think crosswalks mean anything. And I did notice that people who were in the street with traffic coming, I can't prove it, 
but it did seem like the cars speed up. I mean, speed up coming at you. So I don't know if they give points for hitting tourists or whatever, but you need to cross the street, crosswalk or not, when there's no cars coming because they ain't going to stop like they do in crosswalks in Austria. It doesn't matter if you're in Austria and an ambulance is coming. Anybody in the crosswalk has the right-of-way and all vehicles stop. Now, you don't want to cross in front of an ambulance and test me out in Austria, but I'm just saying the difference between Panama and Austria with, with traffic is really interesting. Uh, people, very friendly, except for some of the waitresses and waiters. Um, uh, prices, you know, cheap, but not as cheap as other places because of the tourism. So you need to budget a little bit, but you can get airfares. I think our airfare was $425 round trip from Raleigh. And how far is it? Well, it's two hours to Miami and three hours, 15 minutes from Miami right into Panama. So great place to go for three, four, five day trip. Um, we're going to get Tyler Clark on the line just for a little bit. Uh, let it, you know, kind of see his overview. I think he feels the same way of going to this place. Uh, definitely you need to put it on your bucket list because of how easy it is to maneuver for if you're going by yourself or with somebody, um, you feel comfortable in terms of how to get around really quickly. So um, very confident place to go if you're uh, nervous about, you know, maps and getting around. It's really not an issue. So let me get Tyler on and uh, let's hear his point of view on this trip. Uh, by the way, it was his 50th country. So uh, we had a, you know, take a picture of him. You'll see that on the broadcast of this podcast, holding up his big 5-0 sign with that grin. Um, so let's get him on and um, let's see what he has to say. All right, Mr. Clark, you ready to talk Panama? Yes, Panama, great country. Uh, why is it so great? Oh, gosh, it, it, it completely blew away any ideas I had of what Panama was going to be like. I thought that it was going to be this banana republic kind of rainforesty kind of yeah. third world country. And then, uh, as you remember, when we were flying in, we looked out the window and saw skyscrapers, and it looked like we were flying into Manhattan. And we <laughs> what in the world is this? I turned to you and I said, I think we are in Shanghai. Yeah, I mean, just buildings and metropolis and city skylines everywhere and i went this is a modern modern city yeah and um everything was new and clean and sparkling and uh, it, it just was a it, it was a good trip we decided to do that trip uh, about two years ago this week and it was quite spontaneous we well we got we a good we got a good airfare i think a 425 bucks round trip Yes, and uh, we were able to, at the last minute, I think we maybe had a week and a half of planning for this particular trip, and uh, it turned out to be uh, well uh, well worth it. Yeah. I'm glad it went. So we get, you got a big city of Panama, and then you got the old town of Panama. If you went back, where would you stay? Oh, I'd go and stay in the old town. Um, the, the old Spanish colonial area has been preserved out by the harbor, and the architecture there, these little four-story brick buildings with old churches on the corners and 
Uh, it felt like uh, it felt like being back in uh, in Cuba in downtown Havana. Like time yeah. had stood still, and yeah. uh, they had taken a lot of care in trying to renovate and rebuild some of those old buildings down there and preserve the architecture. And there was a pretty decent nightlife down there as well. So it was it was an well. I think we both felt safe, and it felt like there was a heartbeat to the to the community. How about that subway system that we found the metro that went east to west? No, that was a real surprise. Very, very modern uh, subways, you know, comparable to what uh, you would see in Europe. Uh, Very fast, clean trains and easy to get around. Uh, We walked uh, just about everywhere we went, and if we didn't walk, we hopped on the subway, and it was relatively inexpensive and fast and efficient. That mall at the one end of uh, that new subway that connects the bus station to the rest of Panama, how long do you think that mall was? Two miles, a mile and a half? Because we never did, we didn't finish it. We never got to the end of the mall, no. We gave up because we were too exhausted, I think. It was the biggest mall I've ever seen in my life. It was just one long, continuous stretch. And had everything, including Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme, there was a Levi's and Abercrombie and Fitch, uh, Victoria's Secret. It was uh, uh, that was a real eye-opening surprise to see so many American retailers at that mall, and it was the bus terminal hub too. And people were taking these school buses that had been painted up in all this crazy, almost graffiti street art color schemes with crazy horns and chrome and noise. And um, and they would come in from all across the country just to go shopping at this one mall. And for us, you know, it was like, what's the big deal? This mall, you know, might as well be in downtown Raleigh or Greensboro or something like that. It it had the same variety, but I guess for the Panamanians down there, that was their one and only chance to go get their shopping done at a a big uh, retail kind of place like that. So we took the tour of the Panama Canal on a scale of 1 to 10, I gave it about a 6. Uh, glad I did it. Um, absolutely an incredible story, a lot of history, learned a lot. But as far as the tour and the expectations, it was a little above average for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that we did it as well. It's something that I uh, definitely wanted to see being a history and a ge- uh, geography buff. Um but, uh, yeah, I was a little underwhelmed by the Panama Canal tour. I mean, it, it was great. I think if there was a ship that was actually transiting the canal and we could see go up and down and the locks, doors open, yeah. it might have been more memorable. But, um, you know, we did get to take a look at it. And I think there was a couple of tugboats kind of put, putzing around. But other than that, it would just look like a big river. Um, yeah, they made. Glad we went out there. It was close, and it, if you're in if you're in Panama City and you have some spare time, I'd say yeah, go see it. Oh yeah, um, you you have to see it. You just need to coordinate probably with the schedule. There are certain times of day when the ships are coming in and out, and there's a lot of activity. And I think we went during a very slow time. Yeah, I I didn't realize that we uh, gave it back to Panama in 1999, and that today. They make thirteen million a day on fees. Oh yeah, just the, the, the ships and the companies that have to pay to, yeah. to cut that off. I mean, otherwise they got to go all the way around South America to get from the east coast to the west coast of the United States by by ship. You've got to go all the way down around Argentina and Chile to yeah. south end of South America, and so 
yeah, the Panama Canal um, really opened that up and uh, was really a, a military decision by the United States so that we could get our warships from one side of the ocean to the other very, very quickly. Yeah. Um, so, uh, in fact, that, that was one of the, the limits of the Panama Canal is they had to make sure they could get an American battleship okay. through there. And, um, Wasn't the that... Of was, did I did I hear it right? Wasn't that a Jimmy Carter somehow decision to give them back the uh, Panama yeah. Canal in '99? Uh, didn't he make that call back when he was president? I thought I heard yeah. that. Yeah, I think so. That might have been a decision in the 1970s, and they said, "All right, we'll wait until 1999 to make it happen." Um, and I'm not sure what the justification was. Was it? something that had to do with Panamanian independence or something. Of course, later in the 80s, Reagan had to deal with uh, Manuel Noriega, the dictator that had taken over Panama at that point that we went out. Yeah, on one of the more, on that first morning walk you and I did, I don't know, some 10 miles in the heat, I just kept thinking it wasn't that long ago that American helicopters and, and, you know, Air Force and Marines were invading this country. Yes, it, that was um, something. Yeah, that I remember from from being a young man, and and then we were down there, and I was like, yeah, this was a military yeah. operation at one time. Yeah. So I felt completely safe the whole time in Panama. Um, the one area, though, that we went from the hotel on Newtown to Old Town. We took that metro east or west, uh, three stops, got off and got into this neighborhood where we still had about a 10, 15 minute walk to get into the tourist area. And it looked very sketchy, but I still was fine with it. And then you opened up your travel book when we got back. And that same area that we walked through was recommended to tourists not to go into. Yes, they said that's definitely somewhere not to go. And if we had done a little bit more homework, we probably would have avoided that area or taken a taxi. I think would have been the perfectly safe option. Do you remember? Do you remember the name? The name of that area? No, I I don't remember the name of that area. So uh, for for people listening, it's really directly the center between the new part of Panama with all the skyscrapers and Old Town. So if you're going to go from New Town to Old Town, you have got to take a cab or an Uber. Yeah, and in fact, when we were in Old Town and we were trying to walk back to the subway, the stark contrast where that historic area and the slummy area, it was almost like somebody had drawn a line down the middle of the road. Is Suddenly you went one block and you were in you were in a tricky area, and then you went one block the opposite direction. You were back in nice bed and breakfasts, and, yeah, and, and whatnot. So it was a very stark contrast. But yes, definitely there on the the west side of the the old the old town, the touristy area, it was a very quick transition over to, um, as you said, a sketchy area. Yeah. Well, yeah, during the daytime, you know, two guys like us walking around, nobody's going to give us any no. problems. No. But. Um, yeah, if I was by myself, I would probably be like. Nah, 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 nah. So you you you'd go back in a heartbeat if you had the shot. Oh yeah. In a special place for you because that's your fiftieth country. 
That was that was one of the reasons that I think that we decided to do that spontaneous trip is that, um, um, as you know, I've had a a long term travel goal of getting to fifty countries and fifty states before my fiftieth birthday, and Panama was my fiftieth country on my sixth continent. So that was quite a, a milestone for me. Um, landing and saying, okay, I've, I've got halfway there, and this was two years ago, and then last year I got my 50th state on a trip to Alaska, so uh, you helped me complete my life mission, this, this first milestone for travel, and uh, now I've got to figure out what the next milestone is, I haven't quite decided yet, but yeah. it's more travel once this whole uh, COVID-19 thing passes over, they actually allow us to travel again. Uh, no, no telling where I'll head next. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll have you back again on the podcast talking about the trip we did two years before Panama, and that was to Romania, which was another incredible trip. So I uh, appreciate your time this morning, and we'll talk to you probably in a couple weeks or days. Who knows? That sounds great. Thanks for having me, Jeff. What a country. Three hours from Miami. A place with a large metropolitan city. Skyscrapers remind you of China. To an old town just a little short Uber away that looks more like Trinidad, Cuba. A city that's right next to the rainforest. A city with one of the most modern subway systems I've ever seen. A city where you can tour the man-made wonder of the world, the Panama Canal, built a hundred years ago. A city where most everybody speaks English and everybody is very friendly. And a city where the U.S. dollar is the main currency. Yeah, Panama. I recommend it big time.